Hey friend, welcome back to the Word of the Wit. In today's video, I am going to be sharing a message that God has laid on my heart during my quiet time and it is make room for the blessing. So in this video, I'm going to be talking about three areas that God showed me specifically that he's trying to work in our lives and sharing some tips on how to make room for those blessings. And then at the end, I'm going to be sharing a prophetic word that he gave me as well at the end of my quiet time. I thought it was just for me, but apparently I was supposed to share it with you all. So anyhow, let's get right into it. So point number one is going to be preparing for people. God has revealed that many of us are praying for a spouse or kingdom friendships and we have been asking God to provide the right people, to bring the right people into our lives, but we aren't ready for them. Maybe it's a mentor, a spouse, friends, community, all the things. And we just feel like we haven't gotten an answer or he hasn't brought those people into our lives and we're wondering why. But a lot of times we aren't doing the work on our end. And maybe we are, but God is still working to prepare that person or those people for us. So in the meantime, there are things that we need to be working on so that we're prepared for that season. On a personal note, I recently started praying more for a spouse and for more discernment about who I even entertain. So with that being said, God has revealed some areas that I needed to work on so that he is able to bring someone in. There are also gonna be a few other areas that I share as well that will help encourage you. Maybe some things that I'm not going through currently, but I have gone through in the past or I have had friends who had to go through similar processes. So what God revealed to me about this is that some of us are saying that we want a spouse or we want more kingdom friendships, but we're unable to take correction. And sometimes we're even holding on to past failed relationships and friendships because we are afraid that God will not bring a new person into our life. So we keep someone just in case. But what God has been revealing to me is that we have to take steps in faith. We have to show him that we believe that he's going to do what he says. And we have to make room for him to bring those things into our lives. If we're still entertaining the same people from our past, we don't really have time for anyone new that comes along. For me, I know I have my children, I have YouTube, I have my women's ministry, I have all this stuff going on and I don't even have time. So God revealed to me that if I was to bring a husband your way, when would you talk to him? When would you communicate with him? How would you go on a date with him? How would you get to know him? If you can't even find time away to do those things, if you can't even stick to a schedule and you know, plan. If you can't even make time for me, that's the reality of it because our relationship with God is foundational to every other relationship in our life. So if we're not spending time with God, how can we make time for someone else? So like I said, I've been busy and I realized like I don't have time and I'm not able to talk on the phone like I would like to be able to talk if I had someone that I was dating or interested in or you know even friendships and things like that so god revealed to me that i just needed to start making time for myself maybe setting aside some time just to meditate on the word outside of my normal quiet time or setting aside time to do things for myself you know things that i may be able to do with a spouse later on or do with a friend going out to eat uh, making time to just have relational experiences whether it's with friends with family god has really pushed me to step outside of my comfort zone, leave the house sometimes instead of laying around and watching TV or binge watching 
a show or even binge watching sermons sometimes, I need to make time to be social, make time to get out and be around people and spend time with family, spend time with friends or whatever. Because if I'm not doing that, if I'm staying home and everything that I do is from my bedroom or from my living room, whatever, it's going to be really hard for God to bring a spouse into my life. Of course, there is social media, but I still have to have time. If I was to meet someone online or whatever, I would still have to have time to communicate with them, especially in that situation because they're not here locally. So the only way we would be able to get to know each other is on the phone. So just making sure you're making room in your schedule. Also making sure you make room in your heart. If you're still dealing with pain from your past and maybe you've tried dating and you found yourself being triggered by things they did that made you think of someone in your past. Now, sometimes those triggers are red flags, but other times it may be a normal behavior, but because we have been hurt by someone else, it's a trigger for us. And it makes us afraid that this person is going to do us exactly the way the last person did. So make sure you're you are making room in your heart. Make sure that you are open to a relationship. Make sure that you are healing. You're going to counseling if needed. And even read books. Read books about friendships, about relationships, about red flags, about dating. There is a book called Outdated and there is a book called Relational Intelligence. Both books I highly recommend. There's another book by Dr. Miles Monroe called Dating and Waiting. Another one I believe is called Walking Away or walking away from toxic people or something like that. Anyways, I will link these in the description box below, but these books have really helped me and they are all Christian books, um, Christian based. So they do use scripture and all of that to help change our thought patterns and to help us to heal and help us to be better mates or be better friends or whatever. It helps us to be more self-aware as well because the truth is, God does not want to bring along his son or daughter into our life for us to hurt them. He wants us to be prepared for it so that we can sustain the relationship so that it is healthy. So I wanted to share a quick scripture from James 2, it's verse 17, and then skip down to 21 and 22. In the NIV translation, it says, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. I skipped a few verses in there and there was a lot um, in that one as well as in Hebrews chapter 11. So just realizing that whenever we believe that God is going to do something in our life, we take action. It doesn't mean that we have to do all these things for it to come to pass necessarily, but it means that we are going to work towards what God has shown us or what we're praying for because we believe that God is going to provide it. Point number two is going to be preparing for provision. So if you are praying that God provides something in your life, this one is for you. If you are believing God for a house, if you're believing in him for financial freedom, if you're praying for a new car, or even if it's something as simple as a new wardrobe, new clothes, make sure that you're also showing him that you can be faithful and showing yourself that you will be faithful with more by being faithful with what you already have. Are you tithing? Are you giving back to the community? Are you willing to help a friend who's in need? They may not ask you, but if you see a need is there, do you offer to help? 
If you see someone out on the corner, do you try to cut your eyes like you didn't see them? Or do you offer them some money? Are you willing to serve? Are you using your time to help others? Maybe you have a gift or a talent. And instead of charging someone, you offer to help them because you are being a good steward over that gift and you may not have money to give, you may not have things to give, but you're able to give your time. You're able to help someone else. So you're being faithful with the things that God has already given you. If you're asking for a physical blessing, also make sure that you're taking care of what you have. If you're asking for a new home, make sure that you keeping your home clean. Make sure that you are using it to host others and you know to bring glory to God. Make sure that you are praying over your home and thanking God for what you already have. If it's a car, same situation. Wash that car. Get the oil changed. Take care of it because if you're not taking care of what you already have, why would God give you something bigger? Also, make sure that you have the capacity to take care of those blessings. If you're praying for clothes, make room in your closet. Get rid of some of your old stuff. Donate it, whatever. If you're living with a scarcity mindset, believing that you can't afford to help anyone, you're not faithful with what you have, you can't expect that God's going to give you more because what happens is, is you're not going to use it for the kingdom. If you're holding on to every penny that you have and looking another way whenever you see someone in need because you are afraid that if you let go of a few dollars or you have to skip a meal or you have to get something less expensive to help someone else, you will carry that same selfishness into the next season. And I know it can be so easy to get caught up on what we need. I have children, so it's not just about me. It can be me saying, well, if I give this person this, then we won't have money for this, but that bill may not be due for another two weeks. And this person needs food for today. If I can't say I will give this $5 to this person so that they can eat, or whatever amount that God places on my heart, if I'm not willing to hear him and be faithful to that, why would God give me more? Because whenever we have more, we just do everything that we've been doing, but on a bigger level. He gives us our gifts, he gives us our talents. Everything that he gives us is for the kingdom of God. It's for us to be able to help people and for people to see his glory through our lives and through our giving and through our generosity and through our faithfulness and through our love. God isn't blessing us just so we can show off for the next person so that we can be prideful and boastful. I mean, of course, there are times where he can give us blessings and it can make others want to pursue him because they see all the good things that he's done in our lives and we give him the glory for those things. But if it's simply just to impress someone and it's not to draw people to Christ, our heart is set in the wrong place. So make sure that you are faithful with what you have. So the scripture that I'm going to share for this one is Luke 16, 10 through 13, I believe. It says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will be dishonest with much. And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And then there is the other scripture that tells us that the love of money is the root of all types of evils. Having money is not evil, but loving it and desiring it more than we desire God, that 
leads us to do evil things to get money. So if we aren't faithful with what we have, we can't expect God to give us more. Point number three is preparing for purpose. Some of us are simply just wanting to serve God with our lives, but we are not sure what direction we are supposed to go in. We are looking to be in the right job, in the right place at the right time, and to be doing the right things in our lives. We're looking for fulfillment. We're looking for our calling. And this is a great thing to be looking for because that means we're pursuing God to be our Lord in our life and we're wanting him to give us direction and show us the way. And the hard part about this one is that God doesn't give us the full vision at once. He may show us the big picture, but he doesn't show us every step to get there. So we may have this impossible dream and have no idea about how we're going to get there. And that's where prayer comes in, asking God to show us where he's calling us to in the moment or for the day or for the month. Because sometimes we can be so focused on the bigger picture and trying to make it comes to pass that we lose sight of the smaller things that matter in the moment. We lose sight of what God has called us to. Sometimes I can get caught up in making YouTube videos and forget that I'm also a mom and that's what God called me to first. He gave me these children for a reason, so I have to make sure that I am stewarding over that well and I am handling that calling and I'm teaching them and I'm talking with them about God and teaching them in the way they should go. Maybe you're at a job that you can't stand or you have coworkers that make it impossible to enjoy your work. In that situation, pray and ask God if you should be there. If you feel like he's telling you that that's where you need to be, pray and ask God to show you what you need to be doing while you're there so that you're able to do whatever you are called to do and you're able to work out your calling while you're there and not prolong that season. When we look at the Israelites when they were in the wilderness, they continued to go around and around and around instead of going right into the promised land. It took them years to accomplish what should have only taken days, but it was because there was so much disobedience and there was a lack of faith and there were old mindsets. They weren't really praying and asking God to renew their mind and to help them to overcome. They weren't even doing the work to overcome and to be better so that they would be prepared to go into the promised land. So it's the same for us. He prepares us for what he is taking us to. So if you're seeking God for direction in life, make sure that you are focusing on today. What can I do today to prepare me for what God has shown me? If he's giving you a vision of you being a public speaker, maybe doing conferences or something like that, what can you do to prepare for that? You can watch videos on public speaking, take a public speaking class, practice in the mirror, looking at your talents and your gifts and everything that God has already given you. What can you do within your means right now to prepare for what he has shown you for the future? So really being in prayer and even fasting for direction will help. And then, like I said, making sure you're taking steps, developing those skills, taking those spiritual gift tests. If you don't have any direction as far as to what God is calling you to, just realizing your spiritual gifts and asking God to show you who you are through him, all of these things can help. You don't have to figure it out today. If God has shown you something for the future or if you're just still on this earth, God still has a plan for you and he always works his plans out. He knows his plans, he establishes them. And there are so many different things that you can be doing right now that are within your means that can help prepare you for the future. So the final thought for this area is just to trust in what God is doing and know that you don't have to be so focused on the future. You can focus on right now and just do your best today 
and know that if you get out of alignment god will correct you as long as you're seeking after him he will show you the way so the scripture for this one is going to be proverbs 19 21 and it says many are the plans in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails the bible compares us to clay and god is the potter so he is going to mold us into what he has called us to be so we are just here trying to do our best to seek after him everything is going to work out if we're asking him for direction and we're praying and we're thanking him for where we are and just being in the moment god will lead us in the right direction we just have to be more aware by spending time with him and asking him so i wanted to end the video by sharing the prophetic word that god gave me during my quiet time today and forgive me if i mess up because i was kind of scribbling all in here trying to get it all down but here we are destroy every altar of the other gods whom you have served cleanse your home remove the garments decor books etc that do not bring me glory choose today whom you will serve do not give power to these things praise me and honor my presence i will not dwell amongst these things let go of the things from the past do not be afraid to let go i will replace what needs to be replaced guard the deposit entrusted to you with the help of my spirit those things turn your heart from me by tempting you and reminding you of your past remove them from your presence and trust me to provide what you need prepare for the blessing both internally and externally i have called you according to my grace and my purpose fan into the flame of the gift i have given you the holy spirit is there within you to help you through this so i know that's a lot but God really impressed on me that we need to remove these altars. And altars don't always look like what they represented in the Bible. In today's time, it just means anything that we are choosing over God. So for me, God has been pushing me to be more modest. So I shared with you all before that God had convicted me about some of the clothes that I was wearing. At the start of my journey, I used to wear the same stuff that I was wearing before. So I had on the short shorts and the revealing tops. And when God convicted me, I did change my wardrobe. And in this season, he's called me to wear less revealing clothes. And it has been a struggle for me because I have all these clothes in my closet that are so cute and i want to keep them because i'm like i paid money for them a lot of them i only worn maybe once some of them i haven't even worn before so it was really hard to let them go especially considering that i don't have new clothes in the moment but when i tell y'all my closet is packed so if god was to bless me with new clothes i wouldn't even have anywhere to put them so in this season god is telling me to make room he's literally putting it on my heart to go through my closet and i already started but anyways to go through my closet and remove all the things that don't bring him honor and of course this isn't to pass my conviction on anyone because again this is a process it happened maybe a year ago and now he's pushing me further into this and I don't want to say pushing me but just drawing me closer to him and showing me that the clothes that I wear do attract a certain type of man and it leads me into difficult situations pretty much I am having to go through my wardrobe so that I'm able to remove those things and I went through some of it already and I know there was like a few things that I just kept because I just couldn't see myself letting go because they were some of my favorite pieces but God was like Mm -mm. I have given you the Holy Spirit to convict you for a reason. So now you have to choose who you're going to listen to, your flesh or me. So 
with that being said i am most definitely going to be going through my closet and throwing those things away or giving them away donating them whatever and yeah i'm going to be making room because i do believe that god will provide these things for me i just know that i need to be willing to let go of my past because god has placed that on my heart i have to choose who i'm going to serve and that is god so be willing to let go of the past be willing to make the effort to grow not just expecting God to give you something for nothing, but showing God that you have faith that he is going to do the things and that he will give you the desires of your heart because you are seeking after him. Those clothes cause me to feel convicted. So whenever I put them on, I'm giving room to the enemy. I am giving him something to hold over me and to make me feel guilty when I could just easily get rid of them. And that is just the physical example, but also internally letting go of the past deleting those phone numbers deleting those text threads deleting those people off social media so that i'm able to move forward is allowing god to prepare me internally so that i'm able to receive those friendships and that spouse whenever he brings it along so anyhow, that's all that I have for you today. I really hope this has been a blessing for you. I pray that you get everything that God has shown you. I pray that you continue to grow spiritually and I love you all. I will see you soon as always. Be blessed, friend.